with Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse just days away from fans getting to see it, Sony is telling us to be quiet, and they're also telling us to catch up with the old Spider-Man movies. Interesting. Also, Andy Muschietti feels like he has the answer for who should be the Flash if this movie gets a sequel. And today is May 31st, 2023, and JT is here with his top picks and reviews for New Comic Book Day. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the One in 100 Podcast. All right, so it's Water Cooler Wednesday. All right, this is when the, we kind of talk about more of the speculation uh, and the rumors and all those things that are popping up in the comic book entertainment uh, communities and things like that. And uh, Sony Pictures, they already got some really interesting promo going for uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. You know, they've had some really great trailers, but the most recent promo for the movie uh, just came out today. I'm recording this on Wednesday, uh, May 30th. They posted on their Twitter page. Before you travel across the Spider-Verse, revisit your favorite Spider-Man movies, uh, adventures all over again at SpideyMovies.com. So you can go to SpideyMovies.com and you can purchase all of the Spider-Man movies that have ever come out with Tom Holland, uh, Andrew Garfield, uh, with Tobey Maguire, and then even the new, uh, well, the you know new newer Spider-Man, I guess, Miles Morales with uh, his Into the Spider-Verse movie. Of course, Across the Spider-Verse comes out this week, uh, and you know they've been pushing promo pretty heavy. But this one was very interesting because it's all for Spider-Man, right? Uh, on a poster and the trailer or the teaser when you watch it, it just kind of just gives you a little bit of walk down memory lane of some of the older Spider-Man movies and just like, hey, man, remember when we did this and remember when we did that? Uh, and, and now we're going to have Across the Spider-Verse coming out where it's already been kind of hinted that Tom Holland could pop up in this movie as an animated form. Or maybe a live action version where Miles could tr possibly travel uh, to a live action world. Now, who could be playing him? We don't know. Uh, Shamik Moore, who will be voicing uh, or who is voicing Miles Morales, uh, he's already made it clear that he really, really wants to play the live action Miles Morales. He actually said it again on a Breakfast Club interview uh, recently. And I'm not mad at him, man. I think that he would be an awesome uh, Miles Morales, you know. Uh, he's about 28 years old, but he still has that young face if you shave the beard and everything. He still looks like a young young teenager, maybe, you know, junior in high school or something like that. But, yeah, man, this is crazy that Sony, that Sony put this out just days before the movie comes out, just adding to the excitement, adding to the speculation. And this is what sells tickets, man. Listen, they're not spoiling anything. They're not doing what some of the, the movies in the past have done when they've come out and blatantly spoiled uh, the movies before they come out, you know, and just to sell tickets. They're just adding a little bit of spec talk, you know, they're just adding a little bit of fun to it because, you know, the comic book community and people that go and watch these movies have, 
you know, they've all made it clear they want to actually see these other Spider-Men in the movie. Uh, and there's been hints on posters and people thinking that they see them in the trailers and stuff like that, which they could be. I mean, I don't pay attention that close. Um, but I think it's really dope that they're doing this, you know, taking this trip back down memory lane with all the, the Spider-Man movies. And they've all been really dope. You know, I mean, of course, my favorite is uh, Into the Spider-Verse. And I'm hoping that Across the Spider-Verse follows that up uh, with just big bombs, you know, all throughout the movie. I'm just looking forward to seeing that this weekend. Um, But also, Sony also put out Do Not Spoil the Movie. And I love that. All right. Because sometimes, you know, people get to see these movies early and they just run right back to social media and boom, that's it. The movie's over for you. You know what I'm saying? And if you paid already, you know, advanced prices or, you know, purchase your tickets early, you know, now the movie's spoiled and, you know, you, you can't see it. So, yeah, follow what Sony has said. Do not spoil the movie. Let everyone enjoy it. You know, give us a good week before you start doing that. And uh yeah, let's let's have a good time, man. Let's put let's put some more positivity and, and goodness back in the in the comic book community this weekend, man, by everybody seeing the movie and not spoiling it spoiling it. But with that said, let's kick it over to JT because it's new comic book day, May thirty first, twenty twenty three. It's the fifth week in May. Uh, and comic book shops kind of had a light week, but let's see what JT picked up and uh, what he's going to be reviewing for his top picks for new comic book day. JT, what's going on, man? It's Wednesday. It's the fifth week of May. So, you know, comic book distributors were kind of nice to the fans. They they didn't go too crazy on us. Uh, what were you able to pick up this week? Hey, good evening, America. Good evening, everybody. It's JT. This week I picked up, um, I only picked up about five books, to be honest. Nice. And one of them was like a last minute deal. Mm-hmm. But first up was uh, Silver Surfer Ghostlight by John Jennings. And this basically is part four of five with al harper who first appeared in the original silver surfer number five back Mm -hmm. in the late 60s early 70s now gaining powers between a cosmic being called the stranger and silver surfer so he's back on earth um the stranger is actually here helping in part somebody he helped create which is interesting because he's up until this point Mm -hmm. been seen as a villain and a tormentor Mm -hmm. meanwhile on the other side of the universe the other component of this stranger is educating Dr. Solomon. Now, Dr. Solomon was also introduced in the first issue. She's a new character. She's a scientist, and she is very much interested in the day that disappeared in Sweetwater, New York, where Al Harper's, Al Harper's from. So this is a pretty cool story so far. Um, I'm kind of sad to see it end in the next issue because I, I like cosmic stories. They're they're fun to read. You know, they have a lot of right. imagination. This has a lot to do with family and his family is engrossed in this entire thing. And at one point, the grandmother, it was one of the coolest things, at least to me. This is not a spoiler, but it was just a cool thing where uh, Silver Surfer goes and he's helping out in this and he comes back and Al Harper's family's there. And then grandma was like, what's your name? And she was, he was like, well, they, they, people call me the silver surfer. And she's like, no, nah, what did your mama call me? <laughs> and he was like, Norin, ma'am, Norin. And love it was just it. like a cool love little it. moment, but I loved it. 
And by the end of this issue, though, Dr. Solomon clearly becomes something else. You guys are going to have to pick it up to uh, see what I'm talking about. Next up is Venom, Lethal Protector, number three, by David McAlini, who was one of the co-creators of Venom. You know, a lot of people always give it to Todd McFarlane, of course, for design and all that. But story-wise, this gentleman has been writing Spider-Man stories since way back in the day. So this is literally where Venom is actually helping Silver Sable. And they're... they're hunting down this group called the Vanguard. There's a terrorist group, and they're trying to stop them from basically annihilating a good portion of people on the planet. There is a lot of plot twists and turns with the original Nick Fury in this, and not just him, but Silver Sable, Venom. It's like a throwback to the 90s. So anybody who actually picked up book it, books in the 90s, would probably enjoy this. I mean, in the cover I picked was like a trippy cover. It was cover A with Venom basically holding a 50 cal. It oh, it, wow. it was it nice, was really nice. like a dope cover. I love that cover. But I was actually only able to read those two books, but I also did pick up the following. Captain America Symbol of Truth number 13, which is a Sam Wilson story. Um it's a continuation of uh the crossover event between yep, yep. this Captain America and the other Captain America. And, um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to reading that tonight. Same I here. also begrudgingly picked, <laughs> I begrudgingly picked up Carnage number 13. I mm. wasn't going to do it, you but Carnage it. Reign crossover and, you know, Miles is in it along mm -hmm. with that new team. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go back and read Miles Morales number six, and you'll understand where I'm going with this. Yeah. And lastly, I picked up Icon versus Hardware nice. number three by Reggie Hudlin. And I'm really looking forward to reading this. I, I love the, the fact they brought back the old Milestone characters, and they're really, like, giving them more depth. And it's it's really just been a cool read you know okay. for anybody who just really wants to see something like it is kind of like superman fighting iron man you know it's it's mm -hmm. it's along that vein and it's like really cool yeah. and honestly if you're into that type of thing i would definitely say pick up this you will not be disappointed in fact pick up all these books you won't be disappointed they're all really cool reads Word. but you know that was it for this week um as always, you know, you guys support your local shops, get out there and, you know, contribute to the hobby. And as always, keep it 100. Be That's safe. Right. And, you know, have a good day. All right. So we got more water cooler talk man we got more tea even though i'm sipping on comics on coffee dark roast you know i'm wide awake baby uh so uh a few months ago maybe maybe about a month and a half ago uh i talked about uh james gunn and peter safran's like lack of answering the question about ezra miller and if they he would be the flash going forward in the uh, DCU, um, I was a little bit upset about that because I mean, I just want to hear some concrete answers about Ezra Miller. But I get it. It's business. Um, they can't really mess up their movie 
that's getting ready to come out, you know, it's coming out June 16th. They can't go out and say like, listen, this guy isn't coming back. We're done with him. You know, whatever they can't, they can't do that. I mean, because if they do, people are definitely not going to go see the movie. Um, even though people are saying it's a great movie. Uh, but I feel like Andy Muschietti, hopefully I'm saying his name correctly. The director of the flash, uh, he kind of just talked out of turn. I think, (laughs) uh, he kind of said some things that probably shouldn't be said right now because there are people that want to go support this movie because they strongly believe that it's Andy Muschietti's movie and not Ezra Miller's movie, which I completely understand. But once again, I'm standing 10 toes, 10 toes down on this. I'll wait till this movie is on, uh, HBO Max or Max or whatever the heck they're calling it now. I'll, I'll wait until then. Uh, I just can't see myself giving my money to this uh, movie right now. I, I just can't do it. Um, so he was asked, uh, and I'm getting this from the direct. Okay, you can go check this article out on the direct. Uh, he was asked if uh, if there is a sequel that happens for The Flash, uh, would uh, Ezra Miller be a part of it? Would he be returning as Barry Allen? And Andy Muschietti said yes. And he actually went on to say that I don't think there's anyone that can play that character as well as they did. Uh, the other depictions of the character are great, but this particular version of the character, uh, they just excelled in doing it. And as you said, the two berries, it feels like the character that was made for them now. Yeah. You might want to pump them brakes, brother, man. Uh, listen, I get it. You know, he probably did a great job in this role. Uh, he probably did a great job, you know, reciting some incredible writers words on, on screen. Um, but to say that someone is made for this character, I mean, that's cool. That's cool. But there are a whole lot of other actors in the world (laughs) that can play Barry Allen. Uh, There's a lot of actors that can take this role into probably different spaces that Ezra Miller cannot. Um, And truth be told, I mean, I like the Flash in the comic books. He's a pretty cool character to me, but there's not a lot of people that are in love with the flash that much more people. I think go for Batman and Superman. In my opinion, I could be wrong, but I hear more people talk about Batman and Superman. I don't hear a lot of people talking about Barry Allen flash. That's just, that's just what I'm hearing on, you know, around the comic book shops. But I feel like, uh, maybe he could be trolling a little bit. Maybe Andy Muschietti knows uh, that he's not coming back for a second movie, you know, and he's just throwing some stuff out there, maybe to promote the movie a little bit more, just to be like, hey, he really did kill it in this role, you know. Ezra Miller really did do his thing. Come check it out. He could be doing that, but at the end of the day, the the call is going to come from James Gunn and Peter Safran on who they want to play as uh, who they want to play Barry Allen, and I, I really don't th- think it's going to be Ezra Miller. Just too much drama around this guy. And that's just too much uh, support for somebody who did a lot of trash things. 
Uh, and that's just, that's my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, you can definitely go see the movie. And I encourage you to go see the movie. If you have been looking forward to seeing Michael Keaton return as Batman, go do that. But as far as Andy Muschietti goes, you know, I think he might've just messed up a little bit, uh, and kind of messed up some of the promotion because they haven't really been talking about Ezra that much. They've been really quiet on Ezra. He's been benched right now. And now you're throwing his name out there to people that have kind of like tried to get over, you know, seeing him in this movie. So you might've shot yourself in the foot a little bit, but I think he's trolling. I don't think Andy Muschietti is coming back. And if he is, he might be doing a totally different movie. Because at the end of the day, as a director, you know, this is a lot of drama that you don't want to take on. But that's just me. Uh, you know, hopefully everything works out for those guys in that movie. And hopefully you guys enjoy it when you go see it. Uh, I'll, you know, you can spoil it. I don't care for me. You know, I'll check it out when I can, when it's free, <laughs> you know, on HBO Max. But with that said, uh, that'll do it for today's episode, man. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, hopefully, if you are a first time listener, you hit that subscribe button and come back for more. You know, we're here Monday, Wednesday and Saturday mornings. Uh, we'll be back on Saturday. Kay and I will be, you know, doing our Chibata Boy things and, you know, just talking crazy about the, the genre that we love so much. So make sure you guys tune into that. Uh, if you are a return or attorney, thank you so much for passing on the word to those new people that are showing up for us. Uh, also, I know you guys need to wake up. All right. I know you need to get a great start to the day. And the only way you can do that is by going to Comics on Coffee and getting some of their wonderful coffee all right it'll definitely give you the spark you need every morning you know we're all superheroes you know what i'm saying we all need to go take on the world every day so do that by going to comics on coffee getting yourself a little something something a little coffee a nice little mug and you can use that 15 percent off promo code just type in keep it 100 and you'll get 15 percent off on your purchase uh so yeah go do that man and do that you support the show and you also support comics on coffee so with that said man i will see you guys on saturday be good to yourself and be good to others and this is your host amir and this is the one in 100 podcast